Welcome, baseball family, to this Thursday Night Live. And yes, we dance during the music. <laughs> and sometimes it goes a little long. <laughs> so if you ever catch us right at the beginning of this broadcast, you might get to see a little shake and bake right here. It's super exciting. Right. How are you tonight, Brad? I'm doing well, Brig. How are you? I'm great. Well, mostly great. I got to be honest. The Yankees like, are getting think... absolutely shelled by Minnesota yeah. right now. <laughs> I think you've been better. <laughs> oh, man. It's terrible. Anyway, I was going to make a really dark joke, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm currently in the middle of a writing project that's quite dark, and that's where my head's at. So the end. <laughs> All right, baseball family, as you know, this is going to be a tight ship. We're going to run on Thursday nights. Let's jump right in. The question everybody's been having is, did the Rays win today? And the answer is, yes, they most certainly did win today. They have yep. pressed their lead to 13 and 0, Brad. 13 and 0. That ties the modern record set in 1987 by the Brewers, which tied the record with the 82 Braves. So now there is a three-way tie for the longest winning streak to open the season. Uh, yeah, the long yeah, there you go. Yep. Yep. The longest yep. winning streak to open the season uh, is now in a three-way tie. We'll see if this persists tomorrow um the 1884 st louis maroons not in the modern era obviously because it was 1884 (laughs) they began their season with 20 and zero 20 wins zero losses that's incredible it would take the rays now for all you actuaries at home seven more wins to get to 20 they will begin by facing off against toronto for a three-game series cincinnati for a three-game series they get a day off, and then they face the Chicago White Sox. So, Brad, when do they lose? Here's the thing. If they lose before 20, it's either going to be Sunday or game one against the White Sox. Mm. Other than that, I see them going 20-0 and during that stretch. Got it. What about you? What do you think? It's happening tomorrow. Oh, you're, they're going to lose game one against the Blue Jays. They are. They're going to ro- they're going to roll into the Rogers Center and uh, underestimate the starting pitcher, and they're going to end up having a problem. Mm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to watch. I mean, I'll definitely have the game on. Oh yeah, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, all eyes are there. So, yeah, got to find out what happens. Going to be fascinating. Fascinating. Next thing that's absolutely fascinating is that there is a new group called the Larry H. Miller Group. For those of you who are in Utah or in and around the whole Utah area, you should know that name. The Larry H. Miller Group has made a bid to bring a Major League Baseball team to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, Utah. That is the home of the Utah Jazz. It was the host to the 2002 Winter Olympics and this season's NBA All-Star Game. They believe that that is enough evidence to support justifying bringing a Major League Baseball club to the Salt Lake Valley. Um, There's a lot of back and forth in the media and in the fandom specifically about whether or not this is a good idea. For those of you that don't know, the Salt Lake Bees are the AAA affiliate of the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles and whatever else. And they have been there for like 
since like the 60s or 70s. So they've been around a really long time. Yeah, with various names, but yeah, they've been there in some respect for a very long time. And I think there was a, a short period of time where they weren't, but it yeah, was but brief, just brief. It was brief because I remember they were the gulls back way back in the day. Oh, well, and there was this, they were the stingers. And then the stingers, I think the, and the stingers buzz. actually moved to Portland to be the beavers. And then they came back as the buzz. Yeah. And George Beck had a problem with that. And now they're the bees and they've been the bees ever since. Correct. And uh, I think, well, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this, Brad. Do you think Salt Lake City can sustain a major league baseball franchise? You know, it's really interesting because my initial thought, like right off the bat, is absolutely not. No chance. There's no way, right? Yeah. Like it, it feels it feels immediately like there's not enough corporate sponsorship to support a team. Like what we talked about with Portland, there's not the corporate support to have a major league baseball team in Portland necessarily, right. as much as I would love it. I don't think so. Yeah. And and so that was kind of my initial thought with Salt Lake. But then, but then you've got all the tech bros down in uh, Silicon Slopes, right? Yeah. There's yes. a lot of money there. Besides the Larry H. Miller group and Gail Miller, there I actually did some research on this. There are six other billionaires in the state of Utah. Yep. Who could help invest into this group? And they've got uh they've got a couple major leaguers. Dale Murphy is one of them. Yep. Who's investing into this team? And so this and you know what though? Like I was listening to Samson today and he's talking about how they uh, the, Larry, the Larry H. Miller group, they're like, oh, but we've got like this many little leaguers in Utah and like all this and this and this. I'm like, that's not the thing that I would be pitching to Major League Baseball. The thing that I would be pitching to Major League Baseball is there has been a team in Ogden for 20 some odd years. At least. Yeah. Well. Yes. The bees draw. They actually draw. They really do. Early in the season when it's cold, not so much. But when it right. warms up, like it's hard to get a seat at a bees game. It can be, then, yeah. No pun intended, right? And ah. then for a while, there was a team down in Orem, hence the hat, yeah. the Orem Owls, for those of you. Correct. Boom, there it is, Orem Owls. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only, like, I'm pretty sure 99% of the reason they moved was because they were playing on a dry campus, so they couldn't sell beer. So they weren't that's making the money. That's the only reason. It's the like, only I've reason. I've been behind they the scenes there, and that's a big conversation there. It's like, oh, we got to pinch pennies because we can't sell beer. You know, yep. so like they moved to northern Colorado because then they could sell beer. But I'm pretty sure that if they could sell beer, they'd still be there. Oh, I agree. Right. Yeah. Yes. They drew pretty well. And they would be a part of the Pioneer League because they would have gotten cut in the rookie league cut down. Right. Actually, yeah, I think they are still part of the Pioneer League. But yeah, they I yeah they just right, be yeah. In, in Utah instead of in northern Colorado. So yeah. upon further review, Brig, mm-hmm. I think Utah might be able to might be able to sustain a major league team. I don't know that major league baseball is going to necessarily send them there over other options, but there could be worse options. Oh yeah. There definitely could be. I think, I think they would consider Salt Lake over Portland at this point. For sure. I would too with a roof. My biggest thing about playing in Utah is you have to have a roof. You have to. And if you do that, I think you expand your opportunities to bring the game more uh, prominence than in other places that are on the table for expansion right now, specifically because, I mean, you got to contend with the weather, but think of all of the other events you could hold in that same arena. Utah is notorious for farming out their big box stadiums and their big box uh, indoor arenas for all sorts of garbage that has nothing to do with the proprietary function. Like literally, that is exactly what happened. You're right. I, You're put right. Up, 
I grew up just south of there. I know exactly how it works. I'm telling you what, my thoughts were exactly the same. I was initially uh, dismissive, I think, is the right word of all of yeah, this proposal. However, the Silicon Slopes, the population in that area is increasing. Oh, it's insane. Crazy. And with all the transplants and all of the new wave, kind of our generation and down that's growing up, even if they're born there, the sort of, uh, how do I say this kindly, the the tight grip, the tight-fisted hold that the LDS culture has on that area is loosening. And so things like selling beer or a CBD drink in a stadium, right. in a major league ballpark stadium, are going to be way less problematic and they're going to face way less pushback than they would have even five years ago. Right. So yeah. I think there's a huge opportunity here for Salt Lake City. Are they more uh, suitable than Nashville? No. no. Are they more suitable than Charlotte? I don't mm, think so. Probably not. Yeah. But do they have a competitive opportunity? Yes. And we're going to see it'll, I think a lot of it'll depend on what those other two cities do. If, because we have heard nothing out of Charlotte, nothing. Right. We've yeah. heard there's a group making a bid in Nashville. Mm -hmm. We know that's happening, but we've heard nothing out of Charlotte. So if Major League Baseball really wants to jump and add two extra teams, which we've been praying for, like literally praying for, then I think if they're going to pull the trigger now, why not Salt Lake City and Nashville? Yeah, I think it I think it works geographically too. Like like we've talked about Nashville and Charlotte are probably the best two options, but you can't put two teams that close to each other at this point with realignment. Like you've got to have another you've got to have another team out west. And I think that for that reason alone, like Salt Lake might have like another step up over Charlotte, right? And if you move Oakland to Las Vegas, right? If you move the A's from Oakland to Vegas, you sort Man. of get this patchwork blend together that combines east west it'll be like the union right. pacific baseball but seattle is going to be on an <laughs> island man yeah that's true Oof. well san francisco's right there but yeah but still seattle's been on an island since they were conceived sort of built conceived thanks that's the word yeah. anyway yeah. let's move on past that so we can get to our picks first you're gonna beer sales ML yeah speaking of beer sales mlb <laughs> is going to extend beer sales in all alcohol sales into the eighth inning to make up for lost sales that they perceive and are starting to experience from these shorter games. So because we've shaved 27 or so minutes off of most ballpark or yeah, ballpark experiences, then the, the clubs are like, well, we're going to sell beer longer and they're going to push it into the eighth inning. So far, we've heard from the D-backs, the Rangers, the Twins, and obviously the Brew Crew up in Milwaukee. They've announced that they're going to do this. Uh, it's it's happening. The What I think is interesting is that Baltimore has been doing this forever. I found they, that out earlier oh, really? today. Yeah, this is nothing new in Baltimore. They've already been doing it. Um, I have a ton of opinions on this. Brad, do you want to jump in first? <laughs> no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Because All mine's right. probably not as... Big and nuanced as yours, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I that might be true or not. I don't know. But here, here's my <laughs> thing. We are trying. So the reason, my perceived reason for cutting off alcohol sales after the sixth inning is to make sure that your fans have an opportunity to sober up before they might have to drive home or leave the ballpark and not be drunk in public. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so quote quote public. If that's the case, then extending it, if Major League Baseball games are getting shorter and alcohol sales are getting extended into a deep, deeper into the game, the chances of having inebriated fans stumbling out of that ballpark and potentially into their vehicles goes up. Like the chances are just, it's inevitable. That doesn't mean that there's inherent, uh, like guaranteed risk, but there's inherent risk. So... I think what's going on is they're saying, the organizations are saying, holy schmackers, how are we going to make up the money for the shorter game? I think it's all about dollar bills because that's the way it goes. Yeah. So they're sitting there wondering, okay, if we're losing, say it's 27 minutes shorter, let's break up 17 minutes of that and say that's how much of the, they're losing almost 20 minutes or whatever. I don't know. Math. They're they're losing a (laughs) chunk of that differential for sales and that's mm-hmm. i'm sure translating to a ton of money so that's the point they just want to make money they're they don't right. want to lose money right yeah that's exactly right is that they don't they don't care like this is the thing is that fans are going to leave the ballpark drunk or they're not whether you cut them off at the sixth seventh eighth or, or eighth inning it doesn't matter they're going to leave the ballpark drunk or they're not and if they want to go to a bar after and continue to drink or they don't, they're going to. Right. Right? Like, that's just how it works. Like, MLB yeah. doesn't – I don't feel like MLB necessarily was like, well, we got to make sure people sober up. Yeah, right. The guy who had four beers before the fifth inning is not going to be sobered up after the seventh by the time True. he goes home. True. Right? Like, that's that physically, that is not Especially how that Especially in the works. sixth. If, it, if he's slamming him in the sixth, it's <laughs> yeah. not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, it's it's – I don't know. I feel like that thing was always just – major league baseball being like well we got to have some kind of thing that says drink responsibly you know yeah. and now they're like well who forget that because we're not going to up the prices because nobody's going to pay a dollar more much less even a penny more for beer so let's just sell it later later in the game and yeah. honestly it's probably it's probably still less time for you to get a beer all it is is it's less time between they between the time they cut you off until you get out the door that's like in exactly the end what it is. it's just the window was smaller they're moving it toward they're moving that that mark closer to the end yeah so we've got a comment here from one of our viewers derpy entertainment saying so mlb and beer companies basically say profit is more important than their lives or the lives of their fan base and that's exactly right yeah yeah that's exactly what they're saying (laughs) they don't care they're not interested in us right because they're well they already have our money well that and they're taking all like they're they're pushing all the liability on on the beer drinkers, right? By saying, make sure you right. drink responsibly. We're not going to give it to you too close to the time you get out the door, so you can make sure that you're you're okay to drive ish. Because as yeah. far as we as far as we know, you should have been cut off if you had too many. You should you should have been responsible about the amount that you were drinking. So Major League Baseball is doing everything they can, as always, to push the responsibility onto the fan. They don't really care what goes on as long as money is going into their pockets. Yep. Exactly. All right, baseball family, don't forget that you can jump on Patreon to support what we do, keeping you bringing a little bit. We're going to keep bringing you shows uh, with fewer and fewer stutters the more patrons we have. Okay, that's how that works. So the more (laughs) I think we get more stutters, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But you can jump on Patreon.com and support us. You search baseball together. We have uh, we've added a new tier, and I'm going to let Brad tell you about it. But for one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. And $15 until now, you can support 
the podcast on Patreon. That's per month. You get a bullpen cut of the show with all of the other stuff that you don't see behind the scenes, etc. And then you also get opportunities at different levels for merch and swag and stuff like that. That's right. We do have a fifth tier, uh, but I'm just going to tell you right now, it's $500 a month. You got to go over to Patreon and check it out, though, to see exactly what you get. And it's yeah. pretty sweet. I'm going to be honest. With you. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> For 500 bucks, we're giving yeah. you a VIP treatment. Uh, yeah. And it's called the commissioner tier. So talking to you, Derby Entertainment. (laughs) Head over to Patreon (laughs) and search baseball together and go look for that. All right, Brig, let's uh let's get into our national TV schedule for the weekend. So all right, so go ahead, ahead. Brad. Oh, okay. All right. So as we know, base uh wake up in baseball, as we call it, Peacock's MLB Sunday leadoff. That does not start actually until next week. Right. No Peacock this week, but next week you will get it. So Friday on Apple TV Plus. Um, like we said last week, you'll need to have your Apple TV Plus subscription to watch these games this year. They are not free like they were last year. But first, we have the Giants at the Tigers. The Giants five and seven at the Tigers two and nine. That game is six forty p.m. p.m. Eastern. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Brig. I don't think I would break any plans to watch this game. Giants and Tigers and Bears, no care. that's That's perfect you're right (laughs) unlike i should care about the giants more because i would expect the giants to be better i just don't know that they're gonna be it's pretty rocky right now it's five to seven five and seven right now um yeah but the thing is is my mariners are five and seven and i'm still super optimistic about it (laughs) yeah yeah you are you really are more talent there but anyway that's a whole thing (laughs) The other Apple TV Apple TV Plus game that we have is the Angels seven and five at the Red Sox five and seven. That game is at seven ten p.m. Eastern time. Um, the Angels are pretty hot right now. Yeah, Tony's playing well. Trout's playing well. Rendon is fighting fans. That is a hot ticket. That is a hot <laughs> ticket right now. However, this weekend you're not going to get to see Otani pitch, but that does mean that you're going to get to watch him hit all weekend, which is a marvel in and of itself. So it is. The Red Sox are on the that. struggle bus. Um, they've got problems. I think they've started to level out a little bit. It'll be interesting no, to see how they. No, I watched them today, and like they had, they had the raise against the ropes. Did they? Like they had, they had them down late. Then they gave up a seven-run inning, and like, oh, I guess it was like the fifth inning. But still, oh. like the Rays didn't look good innings one through four at all. I was like, oh dang, this team's gonna lose today. But then they figured it out in the bottom of the fifth. They put up a bunch of runs and they put up a couple more later for insurance and they ended up just taking it to the Red Sox. Oh, Red Sox didn't that's... okay. All right. No. Well so the Red Sox are still driving the struggle bus. Anyway, yeah. on Saturday your nationally televised game will be on FS1. You can watch the Brewers in San Diego facing the Friars. That'll be at 405 Eastern. Um Basically, the Brewers still look really good, and uh, but they won't have Woodruff. He's on the IL with shoulder inflammation. My question is, are the Friars going to be who we think they are, who everybody thought they were going to be going into this, or, or not, I guess? What do you think, Brad? Are the Padres going to be as good as everybody expected? I don't know. It's tough. Because there's a ton of talent, there's no reason for them not to be. Um, I think I really think they could be, but man, I don't know. It's it's really early. It's really early. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're gonna necessarily like we both had them. I think winning the division, right? Yeah, I think I, I don't know if that's gonna right, happen. Man. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I'm gonna get that posted. Will. I'm gonna get a little thing that said this is what I said. <laughs> oh, I kept mine. I've got my notes right here. I keep them in my oh, okay. desk. Okay, 
yeah, yeah you would i've got them handy smart so i can re- refer back to them but you're the smart uh, guy no i don't know i think they'll figure it out though there's a lot of talent on that team they'll get tatis and they'll uh smack him into where he needs to be and they're putting him right in his place yeah uh Things will there will on. be no espn plus game this week so don't sit there waiting for it because it's not going to happen sunday they have to night show baseball. instead of showing the senior circuit pickleball tournament oh yeah did you have you seen what over know. baseball <laughs> just making oh, stuff up i was they like probably are wait, i don't know it's kind yeah. of thing that they would show on the weekend or or maybe uh what's the what's the tailgate game um why can't i think of it the one with the beanbags cornhole cornhole yeah maybe they're showing cornhole this weekend i don't know yeah you know i saw a really competitive doubles pickleball match on sand i was like this is wild Anyway, I'm that's not ankle. baseball related. Sunday night baseball, you'll get to see the Rangers at the Astros. Okay, this should not be as exciting a series as it actually is. Okay, so pay attention to the Rangers at Astros. Not only is it the rivalry in Texas, which is super cool, but it'll be at 710 Eastern. But the point I think is funny about this is that the Astros have not been able to balance things out like we thought. There's this entire thing happening about this hangover, and I think they're falling victim to it right now. And the Rangers are better than everybody expected, except at least me. Right now they are. Yeah. Everybody Today. but me. I called it. You watch. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Rangers. We'll see what happens with the Rangers. All right. Hey, Brad, series to watch. Who are your series to watch? Yep. Okay, series to watch this weekend. Mine, I've got the Rays, the Blue Jays. I think that's a, a super duh. Everybody's going to want to want to see what the Rays do. This is the best team they've seen so far by far so it'll be interesting to see what they can do um i think i think they could make it through though because the blue jays pitching they don't really have anybody good going until sunday they have alec manoa going on sunday but then the race have shane mcclanahan going so that doesn't bode well for the blue jays either so that's true i think they could make it through but i'm going to be watching these games all weekend long my other game is the rangers and the astros yeah. Like you said, the Astros slow start. The Rangers are playing way better than everybody, but you said they would. Here's something interesting that I found. Are you ready for this break? I was on baseball reference looking at this. So there's this thing called SRS, and it measures how many runs better a team is than an average MLB team. It takes into account uh, their record and their strength of schedule and things like that. So Texas, the Rangers, are 1.0 at this point. They are one run better than an average Major League Baseball team. The Astros, however, right now are playing negative 0.7. Oh. So the Astros are not living up to any expectation or playing anywhere near where they can or should be as the defending Hmm. champions. Case, thanks for using statisticals to back up what I said, Brad. That makes much warms my heart. (laughs) Well, you know, I try to whip out those statisticals whenever I can. So you nailed it. All right, my series, series to watch, same as you. I got to watch the Rays and the Blue Jays. I'm still calling it Rays are going to lose tomorrow. Uh, we'll see what happens. They're going to lose their streak versus Toronto because it's in Toronto, I'm saying Friday. Also, watch Brewers and Padres. That's, uh, for me, going to be a big test for the Padres. And if the Padres are able to start pulling it together, then it will be a really big test for the Brew Crew. If the Padres continue to drive the struggle bus, the Brew Crew will just steamroll them, and it won't matter. But I get—I think we're gonna we're gonna see some breaking already in the uh, 
uh, in this sort of momentum that the season is is carrying already. It's going to happen in this season, in this series. Yeah, I I think you're right. That'll be a good one to watch. Very good. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get into, we have a new name for this segment. It's called BT Bets. This is where we share our picks for the weekend. For those of you, by the way, the record, or for the record, Brig and I, our record as of after last weekend, we are both two and one. We want, we uh, had two picks win and one pick loss, both of us. So here we go. Here are your picks for the weekend. Um, I'm going with the Braves at the Royals. Take the Braves run line minus one and a half. Win bet has the best odds right now as of this moment at plus mm. 120. That's pretty good for That's plus pretty money good. <laughs> on, uh, on that negative run line. So take the Braves minus one and a half. On Saturday, these odds are not out yet, but go with the Rockies at the Mariners. Take plus money on the Mariners, which will most likely be the run line uh, minus, minus one and a half. Again, got to win by two. But I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I had it written down, but I can't find my note. Uh, the Rockies pitcher has like a seven plus seven plus ERA right now. And then the Mariners yeah. have George Kirby going at home. He's going to shut him down. He's going to shut down the Rockies. And then Sunday, Sounds the right. Cubs at the Dodgers take plus money on the Dodgers. Again, run line there, minus one and a half. Because let me tell you why Julio Urias is going against Wade Smiley. So, bingo, boom. That's that's Love those it. are uh, my picks for you for this weekend. Go ahead, break. Here are mine. Friday Rays at Blue Jays. Take the Rays on the run line. Uh, win bet has the best odds. Wait, take the Rays? No, take the Blue Jays. They're gonna win Friday. Oh, I thought you. I thought you told me in text message take the Blue. Oh, take no. the Rays. Take the Jays on the run line. So this is not applicable. I don't so, know. What actually, the no. In this case, are. in this case, you're gonna want to take. The Blue Jays on the money line. Oh, the money line. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be the run line. Because they're going to be on the drugs. So take the Blue Jays on the take money the line. Take the Jays on the, on the learning how money to gamble, line. folks. I don't know how to gamble. It's fine. <laughs> um, Saturday, uh, Angels at Red Sox. I'm going to read the notes Brad listed for me. Take the plus money on the Angels. You might be able to get it on the money line, Brad says, which is super cool. I just told him what games I think are going to go, which way they're going to go. He's using all the lingo to teach me how to speak it i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> but i know what i'm talking about i just don't know the words okay pirates <laughs> and cardinals take plus money on the pirates should be able to get on the money line that's right because they're underdogs I exposed i feel if, exposed. if you're an underdog you're getting plus money on the money line <laughs> yeah okay so there, there you go how's that does that work i, I believe work you. For you anyway yeah don't forget hey baseball family we drop a new episode every month or every tuesday we record on mondays uh, we're going to drop it every Tuesday. That's the big show. That's the main one um, where you, that's where we do our interviews. And we've had some great interviews lately. So don't forget to jump on there. Subscribe on YouTube if you're not already. That's where all of the content gets dropped in heavy doses. So if you just can't get enough of baseball and you need it the way we do it, that's the place to be. Uh, we're other places as well, but but YouTube is especially potent for our content. That's exactly right. And if you need yes, some seeds, head over to snookseedery.com. Use code BTPOD at checkout. Save 10%. And then if you need somewhere to hold your seeds, go to SeedSack. Wow. Get yourself a SeedSack. Yeah. It's fantastic. Seed-Sack.com. Use baseball, the number two, together at checkout. You'll save yourself 5% off of your SeedSack. And all this, uh, we are partnered with these companies. So not only do you benefit from this, but you also help out the show as well. And we greatly appreciate it. There are links in the description of 
everything for all this. You can just follow the links and it'll take care of you. But baseball family, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Let us know what you, what you think. Like Briggs said, subscribe on the YouTube so you don't miss anything ever that we do because it all drops there all the time in bite-sized doses. And baseball family, thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you next week. 